You are listening to Engaging and Exciting Conversation on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Get ready. Now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Radiant Culture Podcast. This is your host, Cookie Monster. And today we, well, I guess it's a very unique episode today because um, we we really want to honor someone who has meant a lot to us and somebody who's who's had a huge influence um, on this particular podcast and who was really the you know one of the major reasons why Radiant Culture was started. Um, today we want to do this episode as a dedication and a tribute to Ravi Zacharias, um, who's a Christian apologist, one of the foremost Christian apologists, um, who passed away uh, just this week on the 19th of May after a short battle with a bone cancer. And so um, today I have Mr. Kent, the producer, yeah, and Biscuit. Hey, hey, hey. Um, and we're going to be discussing, and the the reason why um, it's the three of us doing this discussion, particularly today, um, is because Ravi has had a profound impact on our lives, personally, you know, in a very profound way. And um, and so we just want to talk about who he is. We want to talk about the impact that he's made, his life, his legacy, um, and most importantly, what it means for our generation and for all of us going forward so gentlemen how's it going going good man going good yeah good to be uh back uh we're still here good to see you guys after lock yeah, well we're still in lockdown well yeah. okay after partial lockdown. partial, <laughs> lockdown. partial <laughs> lockdown yeah it's been it's been a couple of weeks so it's nice to see you yeah this yeah, yeah. Looking a little rounder Am I a little rounder? No, fam. I'm, I'm all right. I think I'm, I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still looking as I did. I, I failed. You know, one of the annoying things about the lockdown yeah. and this whole COVID thing, I mean, COVID, uh, terrible, terrible, but we all hoped that we'd do things within yep. the lockdown and achieve certain things and, you know, come out millionaires or whatever it is what we plan to do. And uh, I, 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 I did watch a lot of series. Right. And uh, yeah, I... I think I, I stocked up on enough sleep for about a year. <laughs> Unfortunately, that, my my that is true. My muscle gains didn't quite uh, go the way they were supposed to go. <laughs> totally allowed, man. Yeah, it is totally allowed. Anyway, uh, let's get into it. I, I think um, the way I would like us to start this is maybe just to to start by discussing who who Ravi actually is. Ravi Zacharias is an Indian-born Christian apologist and evangelist who uh, then relocated to North America, to Canada initially, and then um, to the U.S., to Atlanta. And uh, he was, in my estimation, I think most of us will, will attest to this, that he's definitely the greatest defender of the faith, um, at least you know in, in, in our time. And he spoke on all sorts of platforms from your Ivy League schools, um, institutions rather, to presidents, to UN breakfasts, to, you know, and then you used to have these one-on-ones with just random people, people who were atheists, who were skeptics, agnostics. And um, then, you know, he was also a, a huge voice in the Christian in the body of Christ as as a whole, you know, just challenging challenging us to think, challenging us to um, question things, to pursue meaning, to pursue truth, and so I think you know he 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 really had a massive impact on all of us and on Christianity as a whole. Yeah, and so to, you know when when I, I remember when um. This is in December when Ravi spoke at the Passion Conference. That's Louis Giglio's conference. It's a huge conference that has about, I think at, the, at that particular meeting, there were more than 60,000 young people. And he was one of the speakers there. And um, his message was very, very deep, very touching. And that was, I think, at the end of December. And then just a few weeks after that, he goes into in, in for surgery, back surgery. I think it was emergency uh, back surgery. Then after the surgery... I think uh, he then started having some very intense pain and everyone 
um, sort of thought it was just the post-surgery pain. And it got so intense that I, I, I then, I guess he then went for um, scans and stuff and they discovered that he had this uh, rare form of um, bone cancer and everything was kind of downhill from there. And then he just deteriorated. Uh, and I, I'll never forget the day when uh, the report or the, what do you call it? It's not a report. When the when his daughter, who's the CEO of RZIM, announced um, that everything that could be done medically had been done and there was nothing more that could be done. And um, she basically said that um, they're going to be spending the next, I guess, few days with him, you know, before he goes to be with the Lord. It was so daunting. And uh, for me, I remember I actually cried, you know, and I remember just sending the messages to to all the guys just saying, Ish, you know, this is hectic. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's who Ravi is. And uh, you, you can check him out online, Profound Man, and uh, just his humility and his depth of intellect, you know, is unmatched. And so, yeah, but maybe, maybe the first question I'd ask is, what would you guys say is the thing that made him so unique? Um... You know, when talking about Ravi, it's you you can't to say let's sum him up would be an insult. Yeah. <laughs> there is too much. Um even in trying to and I'm thinking particularly of the people listening to this who are not familiar with Ravi. Um we cannot adequately express to you how important he has been to the body of Christ, how many people he's impacted how far-reaching um, he has been and how far he's taken the gospel itself. You really have to go and investigate him yourself. You, we could read eulogies of him. We could tell you what Wikipedia says. We can tell you what his own website says. It's not enough. You have to listen to the man. What made him so different for me was maybe when I met him. Not met him, not in real life. <laughs> uh, I, I tell... I tell my friends that, um, you know how you grow up and you're always like, there's one person, if there's one person you'd want to meet in life, like a superstar or something like that, and we've got movie stars, we've got athletes we want to meet. Uh, I used to have maybe a band I really wanted to meet. Yeah. <laughs> Linkin Park. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we've come a long way. Um, <laughs> but then there was a point Why when... Why do you it, always want to meet people that eventually... I know, hey, just kind of... I know, right? Before before I could meet him, the guy Chester goes and... Yeah, it really (laughs) sucks. But there was a point when it shifted and it became Ravi. Yeah. I thought, man, if I could have dinner with this guy, if I could just spend five minutes just to say more than anything, thank you, but also just to just ask a question. And I always felt like no matter how dumb my question would be, he would probably give me the time and actually answer it as if it was the most important question in the world yeah. for me. Yeah. And I was like, this guy's a legend. So like you, when the news came, um, it felt like uh, the loss of a good friend. Yeah. And this is just from listening to his teachings, but I was like, Ravi of... Of all people. people. I mean, (laughs) I knew he was dealing with back pain, but what happened? Yeah. Um, So I I met him uh, through Cookie Monster, actually. Not too far from here, in in some block of apartments. Uh, (laughs) I I know you guys are familiar with the adventures that occurred (laughs) in this location. We shan't go there. (laughs) There shall be some behind-the-scenes episodes. (laughs) But... um, uh, needless to say, in that time, we were we were all still searching for Christ. Uh, we had been on our journeys for quite some time. And um, Cookie Monster, uh, I, I don't know who gave him this material, but he proceeded to give it to me as well. And says like, yo, you should listen to this guy. You might like some of what he says. And I was hooked from that point onwards. I've always been more of a thinker. Yeah. More of a ruminator. This I, I lean towards intellect. I cannot say I'm the smartest man on the planet, but I do like to listen to smart people. And um, and as a thinker, you naturally have questions and queries that unfortunately many churches, sermons, pastors and leaders do not address. Yeah. Not that they can't, but in that 45 minutes of a sermon, they generally don't. Yeah. Ravi addressed questions 
questions that I'd carried and um, just listening to those podcasts and those messages uh, was, was how I met him and just started to have answers coming and it was and has been and yeah. continues to be amazing. Yeah. It's just a great journey. Yeah. So that, that's me. So his impact to answer the question of why he's so different is because of that. He, he answers the questions we carry, but our Christianese prevents us from dealing with. We're yeah. too busy saying, I'm blessed, I'm highly favored. It's all right. Or, good day, brother, brother, sister, or, or, or very good at that. We're, we come in, we get charged in the message, but certain fundamentals aren't answered. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And when you go and ask that very fired up question after the service, hey, you call yourself a Christian. Why is there so much evil in the world if there's a good God? That same right. guy who just heard that fired up message cannot answer that it's question. Because like, I believe. He just tells you, I believe, I feel it. Yeah. And that's not enough for some people. Yeah. So because Ravi ventured to address questions in a relatable and appealing manner, right. there are many apologists, yeah. many, and he lords so many others as well that are his mentors and his people that yeah. are, wow. But I feel it was the way he spoke to people, the way he came across as incredibly, I wanted to say genuine, but I would say loving yeah. to his audience. Yeah. Approachable, relatable, even as an Indian man. Yeah. And I'm here in Zimbabwe, just this black guy in Zimbabwe, I'm relating to this, I don't know, maybe he's like, what, 20, 30 years older than me? <laughs> Indian dude. <laughs> yeah. Biscuit, I'm going to have to stop you. Yeah, yeah. Because I can see you're getting into the zone. But thank you. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Mr. Kent, I'm going to move over to you. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll pose the same question I'd, I'd um, pose to, to Biscuit. Um, <clears throat> but you, especially, you know, you, you're someone who's in ministry. You're, yeah. you're, you're a pastor. And so you have that experience of dealing with people, of preaching in front of people, of having to prepare for a message of, you know, carrying people's burdens and hurts. Yeah. And and all that stuff. And I guess what, what I want to hear from you is what, what would you say um, impacted you about Ravi the most, um, as especially as someone who's in ministry yourself? Okay. So... Um, like Biscuit said, I also got to know Ravi from you, Mr. Cookie Master, <laughs> uh, many years ago. And yeah, I think the, the thing about Ravi is that uh, for me, I grew up in, uh, you know, when I came to know Christ, I grew up in a church society that, you know, it was great. It preached Christ, it preached about, you know, having faith in Christ, but never really gave a logical explanation for why we believed what we believed and 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 every time you had such questions you were always kind of answered with you know god acts in mysterious ways mm -hmm. or, you know the, the 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 things of god are higher than what man can comprehend you know, things like <laughs> yeah. that yeah so you know at some point you get to a place where you get really tested in your faith and you don't really have answers and it becomes a, a real struggle so in in listening to some of ravi's sermons yeah um it just shifted the way i thought about the gospel and i'm like wait a minute you know we can actually logically explain yes the gospel is a wonder but you can logically explain this wonder yes and it was then further reinforced by a scripture 2 corinthians uh um first corinthians uh chapter 2 uh starting from about verse 11 where it's talking about you know, uh, the Holy Spirit revealing things to us, you mm. know, the deep secrets of God, the mysteries of God yeah. um, to those that have the Holy Spirit. And to me, that kind of cemented and it's kind of, you know, I thought about Ravi when I read that scripture and I was like, this is what this guy does. He, he, he explains the deep mysteries of God in a logical way, in a way that you can actually comprehend. So that shifted the way I thought, the way I approached the gospel and um, you can ask uh, anyone who's heard my messages that people always say you always try to practically explain the gospel, whatever <laughs> the word is yeah. in, in, in my message. So 
yeah that that that's the kind of impact he's had and and that's what made him unique that he 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 made sense yeah in you know you know what i mean yeah he did you're right and when you look at even even the description of um or the tagline of the ministry which is helping the believer think believer think, think. Mm. and the thinker, thinker believe yeah you know which is so simple and yet so profound because sometimes as believers unfortunately we, uh, don't, we don't think, we don't think <laughs> right we, don't we just think. kind of think that god you know everything is just going to happen miraculously and the moment anything is uh defined or labeled spiritual it automatically kind of belongs to this realm where things just happen spiritually you can't understand the mysteries of god right and like you rightly said uh mr kent there that the mystery god wants god wants us to understand his mysteries exactly. now of course we can never comprehensively understand yes. everything yeah. yeah but the things that because god gave us these minds we have to be able to understand certain things and ravi was profound in that um so what's interesting is that ravi actually um he really described himself as as an evangelist Mm-hmm. So uh, he he said that what he did was evangelism, yeah, um, undergirded by apologetics. apologetics. And if you look at the impact of his life, I was just going through. I mean, the last couple of days I've been reading a lot of uh, just tributes and all sorts of um, videos coming in from different, you know, from all sorts of people, just honoring him and remembering him. And one of the uh, common threads there is people saying. Um, They've listened to a lot of smart people. They've listened to a lot of smart apologists, people who are great debaters, who are who have great arguments. But the one thing that made Ravi so unique is that he, for him, it wasn't about answering the question, but it was answering the questioner. Mm-hmm. You know, he he was more concerned about wow. reaching the person um, as opposed to just winning an argument. You know, and I think this is something that people can fall into, especially people who are smart and people who've yeah. got logic and stuff it becomes all about you know what i know more than you i can out argue you yeah. or out debate you um what well, I, i guess in line with that right we're we're living in an age where a, a lot of people don't think right they, they they're not critical thinkers they're not thinking through their faith they're not thinking through what it means to be a christian and therefore they get stuck when life presents them with with challenges or when real yeah. questions um confront them what what would you guys say are some key lessons that um we can learn from ravi in line with that especially given where <clears throat> our generation is at is my question making sense yeah it does okay i think i think for me one key lesson is humility yeah um and i don't i don't know if it's preached enough or explained enough but for me ravi um i'm not saying he was perfect but uh, from just watching him preach and reading about his life and you know observing some of the things he did um he he showed a a side to humility that you know is not often portrayed portrayed by a lot of leaders yes. especially in the christian realm where honor and and respect of the christian leader is is big not that it's a bad thing but ravi kind of had a certain humility um a a humility such that he could he he didn't find himself he he didn't he didn't uh, have to explain himself being in certain spheres for yeah. example with a group of rappers or with yeah. you know uh people of 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 different beliefs atheists mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know muslims and like you said he never sought to demean whoever he was talking to but yeah. seeking to understand them and making sure that they answered and that level of humility he never wanted to come across as i know more than you but to actually help the person and to actually listen to the person which is why i guess he he kept on being invited by people who had contrary beliefs to him but yes. because of his humility he was given access and to yeah. me it just showed that the humility and grace gives you access that's a, that's you know, a very good point the word actually point. talks about yeah. that you know let your mouth be seasoned with grace you yeah. know as you as you preach this word and and that and that and that comes with humility when you have humility and grace it gives you access i agree that humility 
was a massive thing for me, and I'm always reminded about how um, Ravi didn't want the ministry to be called Ravi Zakamara's yeah. ministry at first, because yeah. he was like, how <laughs> he he felt that was prideful in its own yeah. kind of way. And well, I'm glad we, it went the other way, <laughs> and he still <laughs> still got it like that. Um, but he's been humble from from day one, and as you say, he he tries to reach the heart of the person who's asking the question. He he's under fire a lot, or he yep. was under fire a lot. He'd go into many hostile territories, and I'm not just talking locations because he went to hostile locations. Yeah, yeah. Then he went to hostile environments like college campuses and stuff where people were ready to just go yeah. at him. Yeah. Uh, and then facing other intellectuals who he never necessarily said he knew everything mm-hmm. or had the answer for everything, but he was able always to gently guide people to the realization of the answer behind the truth behind whatever it is that they were speaking about. And I loved that. I, and, and it led to him being, of course, like you said, invited to many gatherings by yeah. many people in many places. Um, I believe he, what, did he not speak even to our president or something he like that? He did. He, did. he even spoke to our, our president, former president. Our former president. Yeah. And um, wow, the man is just <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Um, so what I liked is the humility and the courage. Humility in talking to people and humility before God to just let God take him wherever mm-hmm. he needed to go, to, no matter what. And especially considering the the chronic pain and stuff he was also dealing with. Yeah. Uh, and then there was a wonderful video uh, uh, Cookie shared, which is on the Ravi uh, Zacharias Ministries site um, about people in the background who helped. Oh, yeah. And how even starting the ministry, he did not have yeah. anything to start it with. Yes. And he basically just said, God, okay, all right, let's do yeah, this. That, Take me where I need to go. And it's amazing. Hey? It, it just astounds me. Yeah. It just astounds me. Wow. You know, the, the one thing that I keep thinking about as you guys are speaking is that you can't help but admire and respect a, a well-lived life. Yes. No matter, no matter who you are, even if you disagree with um, their fundamental beliefs. But when someone lives their life well, it's a, there's something attractive about exactly. that, yeah. you know, which is why you get even people who, uh, who don't believe in Jesus per se, who always talk about how they love the person that he was or the, the way he's portrayed in the Bible, just because of, of that humility, that grace, that love. And, you know, Mr. Kent, you also brought up something that I think is, is really worth discussing, which is the whole issue of a lot of our churches today, and this is not to bash you know, any particular ministry, but just, you know, a a lot of our churches today uh, place huge emphasis, a huge amount of emphasis on church leaders, right? Church leaders are honored. People are bowing down before church leaders, pulling out the red carpet and, um, you know, everything, everything begins to center around the leader and the leader becomes like this figure who's got bodyguards, who's got fancy cars, waiting for them outside, the only fly business class, you know, and, and, and we're seeing a lot of this stuff happen. Yeah. Which, which in many ways has also made Christianity itself distasteful to a lot of people because they're just like, but you guys, what's up with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that um, I, last night I was listening to uh, a tribute to Ravi by uh, some of the members of his team. And I love what, I think it's, it's Vince Vitali or someone said that Ravi was a very successful person, right? Successful at what he did. Very successful. Because imagine, here you are, you're the most, you're pretty much the greatest apologist alive, right? Mm -hmm. The most recognized, the most um, acknowledged. And yet, Ravi never wanted it to be about him. I actually remember one of his messages when he was talking about how RZIM was never meant to be about one person. And he he was raising up people. He did. He's been mm-hmm. raising up people through the years. And now there's this solid team of, wow. you know, close to 100, 100 yeah. itinerant speakers that are all over the world. And then many other people as well, obviously, like us guys. Yeah, like who us, are out us, here. Yeah. And, yeah. and that, that just, that blows, that yeah. blows me away. Because I'm thinking, he could have just said, hey, listen, I'm the, I'm the real deal here. 
you know, everything could have been about him. Yeah. He could have had bodyguards and 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 protocol people mm-hmm. <laughs> coming out of everywhere. <laughs> but you know, just that humility for me is just like wow. And I remember just thinking, would it not make such a huge difference if all our church leaders adopted a similar attitude, mm. right? If all our church leaders had had a similar posture just to say, you know what, guys, it's actually not about me. It's about Christ. And I think it, it's such an attractive attribute. And I believe that it would make a huge difference, even in the followers. I see a lot of our big churches have, you know, it, it ends up being so much about defending my pastor, defending my prophet. Yeah. yeah. And we forget that no, you, it's not about your prophet. It's about God. And I think yes. Ravi resembled that so well. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on. Yeah. And I guess the, the next thing I want us to discuss, this actually, you know, I, I thought about this this morning, is the whole issue of um, the private life. Because the, the, the one thing that I think stood out about Ravi is that he had a very committed devotional life. Yeah. And what, what actually led to his success, and he acknowledges this, was his deep relationship with, with God. Mm. And so how it challenged me personally, I'll go first, is that I thought, you know, here we are, we're trying to do all these amazing things for God. We want God to use us. We want God to use us either in business or in ministry or whatever it is that we do. And yet we want to invest as little time as possible. You know, we, mm-hmm. we want to, it's like we want maximum results for the most minimal effort, effort. possible. Yeah. And yet Jesus said that without me, you can do nothing. You can't mm-hmm. do anything. John 15, he talks about how he's the vine. Yes. Wow. You know, and we need to be connected to him for us to mm-hmm. bear fruit. And, with Ravi, for me, it's even you, you, you could you would hear this in all his messages that um, he had this really devoted prayer life, this deep relationship with God, which obviously was due to discipline. It was the the result of many years of of that disciplined lifestyle. Yes. Um, I guess you know what, what would you guys like to say to that? You know, just the importance of that as a Christian and especially as a leader. Yeah, I mean, um, that's. It's just so profound. Um, I read a quote, um, a friend of mine, a friend of ours, actually. Um, he's in the music business and he, he tweeted something and he said, um, when something like you, um, Beyonce practiced for eight months for a two-hour concert and you Sheesh. think you can just uh, do a business plan in five minutes and build an empire, something along those lines. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. And it yeah. got me thinking, you yeah. know, and it got me thinking about, you know, the word, you know, at, at that time I was reading in Luke and how Jesus is talking about the parable of the sower and how a seed must go down and die and remain there mm. unnoticed, unseen, and then it grows into uh, a tree. That, you know, birds and everyone yeah. come and take shade in. But there's a period in time where you don't see that tree yeah. or that, that seed growing as a tree, getting its foundation strong, and then it, 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 it sprouts up. And to me, that just symbolizes the amount of time we need to be in devotion, growing that relationship. Like you said, without Christ, we're like, you know, he... He's the vine. You know, without him, we can't bear fruit. Yeah. And the amount of time we need to be in him so that he infuses That's within good. us That's the power good. to produce what we need to produce, whether it be in <coughs> business or in ministry, whatever we've been called to do, that amount. So to me, I just started, you know, reflecting on the amount of time that I actually spend in devotion. Hmm. You know, we can we can watch a two and a half hour movie. Heck, three and a half hours if it's Avengers. <laughs> hey, the Snyder Cut is coming out soon. And that's going to be about four hours. I'll be there. <laughs> but to wow, do fifteen wow. minutes in prayer and and I'm also I'm speaking personally. Yeah, I hear you, man. It to- can totally. be a struggle to do fifteen yes. minutes. The, obviously, there are days where you can push an hour two and you're on fire, but on a regular. Yeah. But that's what we need, and. When you look at the, the, 
the unique times where you do push in prayer, what comes out of it? And yeah. if you think to yourself, if I can do this regularly, what can I become? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I think um, Ravi perpetually challenged me in that regard. Yes. You listen to him and you can, you can hear this man put in the time. He thought about it. Yeah. He worked on it. And as you say, he had a very deep relationship. The conviction behind his words was palpable. Yeah. And of course, when you hear that often enough, daily in some cases for me, you question yourself. <laughs> you can't help. <laughs> you can't help but ask. Uh, real talk, though. <laughs> Am I here? And um, uh, we've been talking uh, in, in our own groups, another group, yeah. uh, about this degree of devotion and how much time we're dedicating to, to the Word, to our relationship with God and our walk in Christ. And it's challenging. It's, it's, uh, it's just challenging. I like having him there to challenge us. Yeah. But yo, it, it's still like, it almost feels insurmountable, but he was always faithful. Another great thing is he was faithful with what he was given, with the ministry he was given. Yeah. And he, he just went where he was called. He did what he needed to do and he took it seriously. He realized, look, I can't be getting up there and just talking. I need to make sure my relationship is on point before yeah. I go out there and start doing these things. And uh, that was a constant lesson to say, are we doing that with our callings, with our purposes, with our directions? Are we that focused or do we sit down and you know give ourselves two hour breaks watching another episode of that series involving bank robberies and i, I, I won't <laughs> that, mention the series. one but in <laughs> <And> masks and <laughs> masks and you know <laughs> learning other languages i don't know what you want to say <laughs> but yeah man um yeah he, he challenged us uh um uh, another thought that I'd been having was um, kind of you, you said something cookie that sparked this thought in my mind was that because I think because Ravi had the courage to continue digging and investigating the mysteries of God more and more and more, even intellectually, it had the effect of only deepening and strengthening mm. his resolve mm. And, and appreciation. I think one of the reasons why you made a uh, you made a point about how some preachers um, acquire a big head mm -hmm. and, and so on, or, or, or miss the mark in some areas when it comes to their ministries like that. I think because Ravi had to investigate so much yeah. and dig so much, you realize your place in things. Mm. It strengthens your humility because mm. you're always reminded perpetually about yay. Yeah. This God is big and this is an honor what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think then that humility bred into everything else that he did because yeah. he was That's always realizing how small point. he was. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think the other guys do as much digging and wow. realize. Wow, that's that. that's a that's a profound that, point. That, that is no. really good. Wow. Yeah. That's good. You know cuz if you if you're surrounded by people who are always telling you how great you are yeah. and how amazing you are and and then now you you just stop searching because yeah. you're, you're not looking anymore <laughs> and then you just think you are the be all end all and that's a very dangerous place to be yeah uh, another person that i wanted to highlight who's often not mentioned and ravi actually talks about this that uh maggie his wife yeah. Oh, yeah. right yeah. who was really the the driving force behind everything and I, I, I guess the, 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 the stabilizer as well, mm -hmm. you know, and he talks about the fact that sometimes, you know, he was gone 200 days in a year. He's, he's on the road, he's traveling and, you know, she's at home. She's the one who's taking care of the family. Um, and she was also, you know, she's the person who used to um, proofread a lot of his material, all of that kind of stuff. And you just see the importance of having the, the right kind of spouse. Yeah. Because, Yeah. And I know we've spoken a lot about relationships <laughs> on Radiant Culture. Yeah. But I think that's another thing that I personally thought about. I was like, wow. Yeah. So it is very pivotal to have a person or the person, you know, who, who understands your calling and who is going to support you. Mm -hmm. and, and vice versa, you know, to, to have the kind of person that you're going to support. Yeah. Right. And you, you work together to, to do the work of God. 
you know, as opposed to just, I guess I'm becoming more and more um, repulsed. That's a word, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. By all these, you know, Instagram models and all these people where it's all about me. It's all about what I own. It's all about the car I drive. And right. Yes. I mean, especially when it's Christians. For me, yeah. it's just like, so what, what's the point? You know, why? Yeah. Yes. You, but what are you trying to achieve at the end of the day? But when you look at somebody like that, who's just like, you know, she, she was, she was there. Right, she she could have fought for the platform. The leaders mm-hmm. who do that, where you're like, okay, guys, pastor, pastor's wife. This seems to be like, yeah, it's almost as if they, <laughs> they, there's a tag, yeah. right, for 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 the stage or for prominence. Yeah, and yet you know she was just there. I, I think for me it's just like wow, that's that's amazing, right? Of course, maybe it had a lot to do with her own personality and stuff, but just. I guess the the principle that I'm just trying to bring to the fore is that um, having that person um, or people mm-hmm. um, who undergird you, who push you, who challenge you, who who are there to help to support you and achieve your calling, and and I think it's important for us, even as friends, right? That how much how much do we push each other? Yeah. How much yeah. do we challenge each yeah. other yeah. Um, to become the people that God wants us to be? It's very important. You know, it's nice to have fun. It's nice to have dreams and ambitions and all these things we want to do. Um, and we all have things that we want to do. We want to build companies. We want to. But what about our callings? Are we thinking about that? Are we challenging each other in that regard? Yeah. You know, and, and I know, I know, Keith, that's something that's very, um, th- th- that you're very passionate about. Yeah. And maybe you can, you can speak about that as, a bit as well. Yeah. Um, speaking about partners. And uh, I actually didn't know about Maggie. I didn't even know who Ravi's wife was. And that's how much she was in the background. Uh, and for me, uh, one of the most impactful messages from Ravi that I ever listened to was, I, Isaac, take the Rebecca. Yeah. Yo, that message. That, that message. Right. Yeah, I was about to mention that. That, that, that message oof. is the reason why I got married to my wife. It even scares me. That the, message. Ah, that message is scary. Yeah. So, it's so tough. profound. I recommend that, yeah. <laughs> that, that message to yeah. anybody who's thinking about yeah. getting married. And to me, what, what came out of it, I think I listened to that message, was it 2009 or something? And I just... I, I don't know. I couldn't get enough of it. I kept yeah. listening to it. I broke it down. And the three, the, the key things that came out of it was w- when you're looking for a wife, you're looking for certain character traits. Mm-hmm. You know, he's talking about how Rebecca, when uh, Abraham's servant came to ask for water, she, she didn't just take water for him, but also, you know. Yeah, one camels. of the first traits he mentions you is know, kindness. Kindness, kindness. exactly. Like, oh. And I wrote all these things and I broke them down. Yeah, and wow. When I met my wife, uh-huh. I was like literally trying to things. <laughs> like literally. So you had your list. I had my list. And one thing that stood out for me was um, I used to go to her house and, you know, I would invite you guys. Yes. And I used to observe how even the way she, at, at first it annoyed me, the way she treated me. Yeah. When I got to that house, the way she served me was exactly the way she served you guys. Yeah. And mm. at first it would irritate me because I'm like, like I'm hey. supposed to be the special one. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but later it just, you know, when I listened to Ravi again, I was like, oh my gosh. That's kindness. amazing. Yeah. That's, that's a character trait that I really like. She's, she likes to serve. She likes to support. She likes to provide, to make sure you're well mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. So to me, that, that helped me. And also, you know, just listening to him and how his wife, he told his wife that he he felt that he needed to quit his job and start RZM. Oh, yeah. And how she she supported when she that could was, have just deep. been like, what the heck? And that was deep. It, it also kind of threw a light in my own life. Something similar like that happened mm-hmm. where I quit my job. I had a, had a nice job, yeah. you know, uh, working for a branding company. I had a company car. I was yeah. paid on time, you know. And I had a good relationship with my bosses and yeah. stuff. And it wasn't easy because my boss was also my friend. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't yeah. easy leaving. Uh, you know, things were going up. You know, yeah. the business was growing. I was making a good contribution. It was a win-win solution. And I just felt like, I, I just felt God nagging me to say, look, you need 
to go and set up something of your own. Yeah. And uh, breaking that, and we were actually expecting my uh, the birth of my son. Yeah. And just telling my wife, I was so scared, and I told her, "This is what I'm feeling." And it was amazing the way she said, "If this, if this is God, then you can't fight it. You can wow, try and man. stay in that wow. job, but you can't fight mm-hmm. it." And having that person, that's deep. It just, yeah, yeah it just carries. That's heavy. Yeah. yeah, that's deep. Thank you for that, and. <clears throat> And I think that that's something that everyone needs to hear and everyone needs to be aware of, especially, you know, those of us. Those of us who are, yeah. Yes. Uh, so, bigger. where are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if you want to add anything to that. Um, well, uh, I, I will say this, Mr. Kent. Um, I did know Margie. But I'd never seen her. <laughs> so when I saw her, I was like, oh, that's her. <laughs> that's her. <laughs> and that was like this week as well. Uh, but he's spoken about her so many times. And so highly. So highly. Yeah. Whoa, you, you begin to just know Margie. And he, I don't know. He, 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 there's another uh, person he mentions in almost every sermon. Uh, or, uh, someone he always quotes. Um, but Margie is like, so much in his oh, life. Malcolm, and Malcolm Margaret. Malcolm Margaret. Yeah. I think Margie and Malcolm <laughs> Margaret are like mentioned pretty much almost on par. Yeah. And you can feel her presence and that she was his backbone. Yeah. She really helped him and carried him through developing the, the, the massive ministry. Yeah. She never took the limelight, but it's clear that yeah. without her, this ministry also wouldn't be what we know it to be exactly. today. And uh, this week, um, while ruminating on all of this, uh, a a thought dashed into my mind when I was thinking about my friends and um, and a friend in particular. And I was thinking, uh, you know, one of those thoughts that just just drops in your head, usually after a shower. (laughs) Um, And I was like, uh, I know who you are and I know who you want to be. And my role in his life as a friend is to know when to remind him of either of those two. Mm. Sometimes who you are today does not match who you want to be. Yeah. And I need to help you correct that balance so you're always going in that Mm. kind of direction. That's good. And sometimes you forget who you want to be in favor of who you are today. And I need to remind you of those things. And I'm sure Margie did that often. Yeah. And helped him say, okay, you're going in this direction. You're doing this for this reason. Because you get tired. Mm. It's hard. Yeah. I know he used to question some things and maybe didn't always get the answers he wanted. Yeah. And it's tough. And being away from the family and all that traveling. And it's hectic. Yeah. And you need that person next to you who's able to remind you of those two things in yeah. particular. And walk with you through them. As much as obviously you return the, the, the kindness and do it for yeah. them yeah. as well. Yeah, well, that's so, yeah. that's good, and I, I guess you know, in a very real sense, we also, you know, we need to be those people um, for others. Yeah, and you know, obviously for for your partner and the person that you know you're married to, uh, but even beyond that, you know, for for the people that matter in your life, yeah. for your friends, uh, for uh, your family, like we, we need to be those people that are constantly reminding people, um, <clears throat> like you said, to 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 strike that balance or to, to remember yeah. where they're going and not let where they are determine um, what's going to happen. Um, then just quickly moving along, um, I want to I talk about, you know, one of the things that I, I love about Ravi, and I began to see this in his latter years, yeah. was how he was um, beginning to, to connect with different people from, from different circles you know, like I was like, "What Ravi does this interview with the truth?" Like, yeah. I've actually got the interview. Yeah, Brilliant I've interview. That over and over. I love it, man. And again. and um, Lecrae. Yeah. And all these guys. I even saw there was uh, there was a thing. I think he did like lunch with Kirk Franklin yeah. or something. Yeah. And for and I know I'll tell you why I think that is so profound. Is number one, there was this whole movement about hip hop. Right, yeah, the truth about hip hop, mm-hmm. uh, which really bashed hip hop, really bashed right in, and like it totally annihilated or tried to annihilate hip hop. And I think a lot of it, you know, as someone who who's 
a thinker myself, I could hear some of the arguments and I could hear uh, the truths in those arguments. Yeah. But I just think like this, the pendulum was swung to to the one extreme yeah. and uh, there was never balance that was brought yeah. to the table. And so many churches, or well, some churches at least, you know, just totally um, destroyed the whole concept. Like they outdid, they, they, they not outdid, what do you call it? They, they just totally wanted to to have nothing to do with the whole idea of hip hop. And I think yeah. a lot of, we lost a lot of young people in our churches. We lost many, lot. many people. Many because of people. that. And, um, cause I'm being it, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, this guy is a rapper. Yeah. And 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 the way the way you came to Christ, you know, yeah. was through that. Was through I mean, that. Hey. And I've got a couple of people that I know who came to Christ through rap. Because, you yeah. know, because one thing we've got to be, we got to know, guys, that there are people who are never going to listen to Hillsong. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. There are people who are never going to listen to Darlene Check or to Joel Houston or to Israel Houghton or to whoever. Mm-hmm. Because that they just don't relate to that. Yeah. But if you play them a, a rap track, if you play them Lecrae or something, you're like, hey, this is Andy mm-hmm. Mineo and all these guys. It's like, wow, this is pretty dope. Because maybe they're coming from a, a deep you know, hip hop sort of background. But what I love about Ravi is the fact that he could see yeah. that he even said himself that I, I, I could see that these guys have, they can reach people that I'll never be able to reach. True. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's so important in the body of Christ for us to understand that we, we each have a gift. We each have talents that God has given us audiences that God has given us. Mm-hmm. And now the moment we start criticizing each other because of a method we don't understand mm-hmm. right we, we lose a whole generation we lose our impact so <clears throat> i think that's one of the things i love about ravi was like yeah. this guy is being intentional about reaching a different race number one yeah. and a different culture altogether yeah and now when you you know when you when you read through um some of the tributes from people like lecrae and the truth it's just profound what they have to say about mm-hmm. wow. about ravi wow yeah. yeah, that's so profound because, um, you know, looking at the RZIM website, it states that their primary mission is to reach and challenge those who shape the ideas of a culture Oof. with the credibility of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm. And, you know, when we started reading culture, you know, our thing was, you know, shaping culture, yeah. shedding a light, influencing and shaping modern day culture for the kingdom yeah and I, I said it on one of the posts that i put up on instagram and twitter about ravi zacharias and that you know him and his material were literally a key inspiration in starting radiant culture yeah you know what i mean yeah uh, we all have been um impacted by him i mean we 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 literally fed off his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it literally shaped the way we planned our podcast, yeah. how we facilitated them, and how mm-hmm. we always had an, a, an, a, a theological apologetics angle yeah, to very every true. single yeah. thing. Yes. And that's someone we, we have never personally met. That's crazy, had right? this impact. Yeah. And I was thinking about it this morning, and I was thinking that, look... um we've reached you know we constantly reach over 3000 people every single month yeah through radiant culture and that was inspired by all this that's amazing and that shows how successful he was in doing that you know in reaching out to us and challenging us who are shaping ideas yeah mm-hmm. for culture yeah that's so good man that's so good and yeah yeah no i i got nothing to add to that. <laughs> that, that that is I didn't know it said that on the website, <laughs> but um, it it makes perfect sense. It it and we all shape people's ideas yes. and cultures, yeah. and we have that impact. And it came from there as well, so it's yeah, pretty awesome. Another thing is that it's oh, all. And by the way, Ravi's the most quoted person on our podcast. Oh, really? Followed by John Piper. Yeah. Oh, because Cookie Monster is also. <laughs> yeah, I, qu- I quote him. I quote him a lot. And you know, funny you say that because. Another thing I loved about listening to Ravi was how he used to weave poetry and yeah. philosophy. And he just had a way of bringing all these different things together. I remember I had never heard of 
a lot of the people that he 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 referenced and quoted. Like I didn't know C.S. Lewis. I mean, I knew about the Chronicles of yeah, Narnia yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. You know, but the way he then, you know, he he. He actually got me into C.S. Lewis. Yeah. And a lot of like guys like G.K. Chesterton, Malcolm Muggeridge, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you, like you mentioned earlier. Um, and then even, you know, people like philosophers from back in the day, people like David Hume, um, Frederick Nietzsche. I, I didn't yeah. know about any of those mm-hmm. people. And even also just the whole um, culture of reading and studying. Mm-hmm. I used to read a lot of, it was either a business book or like a Christian book. I'm talking about a book by like T.D. Jakes or Joyce Meyer mm. or, right. And there's nothing wrong with those kinds of books. Yeah. But, you know, I think what Ravi then got us into was to actually do deeper reading. Yeah. Right. Mm. Things that were more, I guess that, that, that had, that were more, more analytical, more reading. analytical, yeah. that challenged more of your logic, your thinking, your philosophy. And, um, I can actually just attribute all of my, my, my reading culture to to Ravi because that's that's where I learned I learned that yeah R- Ravi for me um, listening to all the people he would quote and the ideas he'd bring forward and in particular how he would lay out the idea sort of the methodology behind how he would convey this point to people yeah the other thing, aside from a thirst to read more or investigate, it was he was teaching us how to analyze, how to reason, yes. just how to how to reason yes. and how to lead one thought to the next, mm-hmm. and what to do when you landed that thought, where to go, how to branch out, all of that. Yeah. Of course, he was leading us down a particular path to help with. I mean, it's a soundbite, so he's going to a certain conclusion, but. The great thing about that is when I would then talk to other people and would pose a question, I would know like, okay, I'm going to start from this point here yes. and I'm going to end <laughs> over there. So I'm not even going to mention this. I said, great question. All right. Supposing this, have you ever considered here? Then the person goes like, right. So now that you, you know where you're going. Now all of a sudden you're this smart guy. Yeah, yeah, this this guy like, oh, I never thought of that. Rather than than back in the day, we're like, no, let me tell you. This is the Bible says this, and this is the result, you know. But here you'd lead a person and you'd show them and help them reason within themselves and come to those conclusions by themselves. It was fantastic. Yeah. All right. Actually, yeah. I mean, listen, guys, we could, <laughs> we could talk about this the whole day. And yeah. um, I know we need to bring this to a close. Um, but I'm, I must really say that initially I was really heartbroken personally um, because the, the question that I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask as we, as we round up is I guess I wanted to talk about how Ravi has um, impacted us all personally. I know I know we kind of referred to that yeah. um, earlier on, but I but I, I wanted to be more specific just to talk about how Ravi has impacted you personally and um, what I guess what what his life and his death actually mean. Um, I can go first. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I remember because I followed. I used to follow Ravi a lot, you know. Um, and as, as you know, I actually did. I did that apologetics course in twenty. I think it was twenty fifteen. Um, after how I, I started listening to Ravi back in the day, I think two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine, and then I kind of stopped. And then in twenty thirteen, when I had my episode, fell sick, was in hospital, memory loss. My life was just a bit of a mess at that time. I remember the the person. <clears throat> that I then, the person who helped me during that time was Ravi because that's, that's what I used to listen to. You know, I remember thinking, ish, my memory loss, I'm dealing with all these issues that um, I'm trying to repair some relationships. And at that time I felt, I felt like I was so disappointed with myself. Right. And, and I was feeling very, um, it was just a very low moment for me and let my people think became my, my go-to um, place. And that helped me to the point where I, I then ended up doing the course with, with RZIM 
And of course, you know, that was just mind blowing because of then you actually get to see how the whole machine works yeah. and all the different people that are that are part of it. And of course, you know, that's something that we didn't talk about all the different people that we ended up getting exposed to people yeah. like John Lennox yeah. Yeah. and all the other thinkers that are, that were part of Ravi's world. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, all of that. And I think my journey really sort of began then. That's when my, my journey began after I fell sick that time where I really challenged myself to, to engage more, to pursue God more, um, and to, to take my faith more seriously. And it's been yeah. a journey that, that I'm, that, that I'm on. Um, and that, that, that I'm still on. But what Ravi has meant to me is that he almost became like that, like a distant father mm -hmm. to me. And um, sometimes I would forget that I haven't actually met this guy in person yet because I felt so, I felt such a connection with him, which was, which was weird in, in, in some sense. Um, but just the way he's lived his life, I remember when I found out about his his diagnosis, the, the the prognosis. I sent Keith a message just saying, "Dude, do you realize that the falling, quote unquote, yeah. right, of a giant like Ravi and many others in of of his generation yeah. means that we have to start rising exactly. up, mm -hmm. yeah. right? We we can't wait for someone else to to do it for us. Yeah. And and as much as I was really heartbroken about his passing." and everything that happened i would say the the one thing that has challenged me the most is to look at my own life you know to say but what impact am i going to make how am i going to live my life what am i doing to pursue my calling and to pursue my relate my own my own journey with god and am i willing to pay the price yeah to do what needs to be done you know and that's been it's been such a um a deep sense you know, over the last few days where I'm just like, wow, I, I really need to be, you know, to be to be pursuing God more seriously. And I remember the day that I got news of his death, I, I literally just parked by the road and I like I couldn't stop the tears. And that that like that whole day was just gone for me. But, you know, for me, that spoke to how much of an impact Ravi had had on 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 my life. But I think beyond that, um, his death, the whole journey of him. And to, 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 you know, the whole journey of his sickness to him passing away just goes to show that God knows what he's doing. Yeah. God has his generals. But people like Ravi have given us shoulders to stand on, yeah. you know, and, and we, we can only do more. We can only see further because of the foundation that they, they have laid for us. And so I'm really inspired you know, I'm inspired to to run again. I'm inspired to to pursue God again, like like never before. I'm inspired to make a difference um, through the platforms that God has given me, just through watching how He's lived His life. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. For me, yeah, it's it's quite similar. For me, um, whenever I doubted the faith or I had doubts, my go-to was Ravi all the time. Uh, and I would always just be encouraged. I always have a logical reason to, you know, to justify why I was doing what I was doing or why I believed what I believe. And, um, yeah, my, my journey with Ravi was kind of, it was intense in the beginning yeah. and kind of wore off a little bit. I wasn't following as much of it or uh, listening to as much of his material later on simply because I gravitated towards, more towards John Piper. But it was because of Ravi that I, I didn't know John Piper. Yeah. It was because mm -hmm. of people like Ravi that made me investigate. When I stumbled upon John Piper, I kind of gravitated towards him more often. But I would always go back to yeah. Ravi, you know, that once in a while. And like, you know, when I was really at that low moment, it was always Ravi that, that did it, you know, that, you know, would put me back and I would go back into the scripture and say, okay, yeah. Yes. Let, let's find answers to this thing. So that's the kind of impact he's had on, on me personally and, and the ministry and just uh, doing what I do. And yeah, it's, it's like you said, you know, just receiving that news, first of all, that he was sick. Something in me, I don't know, something in me, you know, when I first heard about it, I think it was about three or so months ago. Mm -hmm. And that they were, you know, he was, he was going through some treatment. Yeah. 
and that he had cancer and something in me i don't know why i just felt like nah this is it yeah i some mm. i just couldn't bring it up to me to kind of believe that he would get healed i don't know why it was so i just it just i just started asking myself about hey this guy just looking that's when i started researching on you know his life and uh, how he built his ministry and stuff and how i can apply it to what i'm doing yeah. and just looking at it and i'm thinking man this guy pursued god passionately and relentlessly yeah. yes he took he took advantage of every single opportunity and i was looking back at my own life and saying ah, how much time am i wasting mm-hmm. you know i'm yeah. not as relentless or as passionate yeah as this guy and if this guy this is ravi who can explain literally everything yeah. he can't explain this cancer away and he can he's going to go yeah. you know what i mean he can't you know run away from this definite and 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 um uh definite end that's coming this inevitable thing that's coming that's going to happen to all of us yeah so if it's going to happen to all of us between now and the time that happens i have to make most of every single opportunity that's good what i've been called to do that's very good and do it passionately and relentlessly that's good yeah um, <clears throat> um his impact on on me um you guys have kind of said many of the things that they, they were similar for me uh, you um cookie mentioned him like uh, regarded him as like a father and i would say the same he was a father yeah and um i needed him when i first started listening to ravi and i think i'm in my church because of ravi I've had many opportunities to leave <laughs> um <laughs> many good reasons to leave but he grounded me yeah he definitely grounded me he kept me focused kept me challenged kept me thinking yeah uh you guys know my my work which requires me to be up and down a lot and yeah. many of those long 3 hour drives were listening to Ravi yeah listening to messages one after the next i start i downloaded podcasts because of Ravi yeah. i didn't care about podcasts before yeah. him so so yeah he had a tremendous impact and when i heard the news I was surprised. Um I was I was just like, "Huh? Uh okay, from where? From where?" I was just yeah. kind of like, "Okay." And and I was in a funk for a minute and I was like, "I don't know how to feel about this." So the the nearest I've had to that kind of feeling was um maybe I've had it two or three times when a different actually passed away. And, I, and that's what happened and then i remember two days ago was it two days ago um after listening to that that message you had posted mm-hmm. i i just broke into tears yeah. as well and um i thought to myself look what he's done what am i doing yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, you know just like he's done so much yeah. so fervently with so much passion so much fire through so much and i'm like i've got as good a call on my life no one's call is like you know lesser than anyone else's yeah. i guess yeah. and i'm like what am i doing <laughs> <laughs> will i have that testament yeah of me who am i He did what he needed to do and it impacted me. Yeah. Who in the world is waiting for the impact I'm supposed to have on them? That is such yeah. an important question. But I'm not doing it. Or or I'm not doing it enough. Yeah. But I'm not going as hard as Ravi has. That that's the that's what I'm so grateful to him for. He he has that um he leaves that question and that don't stop. You're not yet there. You got to keep pushing. Yeah. You've got more you can give, you've got more you can do. 
don't think you're there yet. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that for me is the thing that like really like tipped me over and I was like, oh no, this, yeah. Yeah. Mic wow. check. Wow, gents. Uh, man, I, 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 wish, I wish we could just keep going because there's just so much, yeah. you know, we can, we can talk about uh, this profound man and, you know, ser- servant of God. And, you know, the one thing about Ravi is that he actually didn't like, you know, for people to, to put him on a pedestal. Yeah. True. He, he wanted to be, he wanted to be all about Christ and all about Jesus. And if you read, um, even, you know, if you just check out the hashtag, thank you, Ravi, you just be amazed at all the messages that are coming in from everywhere. Like, like literally everywhere. I was blown away, guys. I'm like, what? People from countries that I've never even heard, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and they're, they're just all thanking him. So that's testament to the fact that, you know, when you live your life well, you will impact people. And so that's my challenge to all of us who are listening, yeah. you know, to say this is not to, to um, idolize Ravi in any way. You know, he was a human being just like all of us. He was, he was imperfect. But it's, it's for us to see the pattern, for us to see how life can be lived yeah. and how you can really make an impact on people when you dedicate your life to doing that. And so I hope, I hope we're all encouraged. And I would encourage those of us who don't know Ravi to check him out, Ravi Zacharias, to check him out online. Um, we, um, right now, we, you know, we stand with, with the family, with the ministry, and I know it must be a really difficult time yeah. you know, to lose um, their the founder and someone who was so dear to them. If we're feeling it like this here, yeah. you know, what more yeah. the people who, yeah. who yeah. used to work with him directly. So that must be really difficult. And so, yeah, man, so we just want to implore you guys to, I think this is the time, guys, for us to, to pursue God. You know, if you're, if you're out there listening, to take your calling seriously, to take your walk with God seriously, and really begin to, to think about what your legacy is going to be, what you want people to remember you for. Um, and not just get caught up in the things of this world, which so easily happens. And so, yeah, I think that's all we have to say for now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. That was Thank good. You. Yeah, Ravi has really impacted us in in many deep ways. Um, I want to thank the gentleman for coming through. Yeah. 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 Biscuit. Mr. Kent. Cookie Monster. We're out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion, or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.